The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. On today's UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy, not here. Phoenix Carnivale is here. We also have the American Ninja Warrior herself, Jesse Graff, in studio. A phone call from Chris Wyman. What a show. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Half that's right. I'm here. Matt Sarah's here. I hate saying the third person thing. It's weird. But uh, once again, uh, Jimmy's uh, taking over the world with his stand up comedy. He's in LA doing something. Probably deviant. But I got my buddy, uh, co host. My co host today is Phoenix Carnavale. Then and, and no applause because Chris, the producer, once again, is just fucking yeah, Yay! dude. All right, all right. It's it's almost like uh, the audience is confused if they're happy you're here or not. I don't know what's going on with that. One day, one day, I will be in control of those buttons, and that will be a glorious day. You keep saying that. I'm just gonna. I'm well, the second I have that, that I will be. Con- no, why they're not doing it? Because I'll be constantly booing Chris, the producer. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking reason. <laughs> Hey, good to see you. It's good to see you, too. You know, this is going to be a fun show. Uh, I know you've seen the fights over the weekend, and so did I, and I can't wait to talk about them. I did. We're probably going to have to wait, though, because I know um, uh, we have a guest. Yeah, Jesse Graff. We have a a straight-up ninja. Exactly. That is exactly what she is, a straight-up ninja. She's from American Ninja Warrior. And uh, yeah, Jesse Graff, and I was just watching a lot of her... uh, a lot of her, how do we even call it? Just a lot of her obstacle courses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of her ninja her runs, shit. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's very impressive. You know, that's something I'd like to do back in the day. I wouldn't want to do that now. No, nah, I now. couldn't do that you now. Know, I'm not doing it now. I'm not holding up my weight like that for this long. But back when I was like 23 or something, I would have been, I used to love the obstacle course back in high school. Or not high school. That's actually elementary school probably. Yeah, <laughs> you can do stuff is. like that now. You can do those, uh, uh, like the city runs and. Jumping over cars and stuff like that. I have all what these do you call weird it? Par- parkour. Yeah. Parkour? Yeah. parkour. Is, does she do parkour? Or is that? I mean, generally, yeah. I'm gonna she ask does her a lot cause... of questions. When exactly is she coming in? Uh, Are we waiting? She's a here. Bit? We're, yeah, we're, we can we can hang. She's uh, listen, out a minute. Yeah. let her hang out a second. Okay. Because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Me and Phoenix, not only the fights, we're going to slip in sooner or later. We're slipping in a movie minute today. Oh Because yes. we both are, are comic nerds. We'll find out if if uh, you know uh, Jesse is too. I yeah. think she is. I think she's she might. She's in like. Comic book stuff. Yeah. yeah. Supergirl. Bummer, she's not into it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She does stunts for a lot of different things. 
well, I want to know if she's into that stuff because she is like a superhero. Yeah. And she, she trains jujitsu, no? Uh, I I don't know if she she she's a I know she's a black belt in Taekwondo. Okay, she a lot of that stuff. But I think she's trained in a lot of different martial right. arts. Yeah, we can well, we can find out. I don't no, know why I keep asking thing. you all this stuff when I could find out from her in literally two minutes. Let's do that. That's what I like what I like about her though is when she when she does do the courses for an American Ninja Warrior, she wears superhero outfits. So she wears like I'm sorry, Wonder I Woman. The, and I, I went to talk when I still had the, the mute button because I was belching. <laughs> I want to belch. I want to do everything that I wouldn't do in front of a stranger now. Because I, you're, you're my buddy. And I know. Christopher Dusa doesn't give a fuck. But you know, she's, you know, I don't want to come in here and I'm belching into the microphone. That's might be rude. <laughs> you know what I mean? But go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, she gets dressed up in superhero outfits when she Do does you, Phoenix? Cosplay. I cosplay. What? Yeah. I do. I cosplay. What's cosplay? Cosplay is when you dress up like superheroes or comic book characters. Yeah, just walking around the city. Hey, like a- I got to tell you, my boyfriend really likes the Leia with the gold bikini. Oh That's my goodness! Thing. Yeah, so- <laughs> let's keep this clean. Krista Medusa <laughs> is, is taken back right now. No, but she wears the costumes. Like she went through a ninja, oh, American yeah. Ninja Warrior, wearing a Wonder Woman costume. They, and stuff you like know, that. they got rash guards now, like superhero rash guards. Yeah. Guys are training with them. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm going to get a Mr. Incredible one for when he's not in shape. <laughs> and then, you know, it'll be good when I am in shape because he also got in shape. Oh, Remember yeah. when he first got it back on? <laughs> Incredible? Yes, I love that I, There's a rumor that there's there's an Incredibles 2 coming out. They are. They are. How do you get me? Do you know any scoop on that? I think. this is what the fans of UFC Unfiltered need to know. I think that the baby is supposedly the main story now because he's oh, growing up and he's the more from... powerful one. Really? Yeah. Remember there was like a family. Oh, wow. It was like two kids and a baby. <laughs> yeah. Chris, the producer, you ever see The Incredibles? I have not actually. Oh, it's so good. Honestly, it's really, really yeah. good. It's a cartoon, but it's it's like the same in the same vein as Toy Story. Like it's yeah. funny and like, adults appreciate really it. I'm really irked by you. How could you not have seen that? I don't know. I, I don't watch a ton of movies, honestly. All he right. gets First offended of all, if you don't see that's a, things. That's an old movie, though. When did that come out, The Incredibles? <laughs> like, probably late 90s, early 2000s. I think we early need to 2000. find that out, Christopher oh, Dewey. That, that's important <laughs> for absolutely nothing. You know what it is? I don't want to get into the fight yet, because once we get in, I'm going to be... I'm going to be bees deep it, in it. It was good. Was, it was, was a gonna, good card I was going to say, weekend. I want to be balls deep in it, but I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I'm going to be... I want to get involved... With these fights, because I really, I want to talk about Gunnar Gunna Nelson, who I'm a big fan of. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping people in suspense, even though they've seen it already. <laughs> I, I love when people say, oh, there's nobody on this card. Like, no, these are the up-and-comers. Yeah. These are the people you need to pay attention to, because these guys fight their heart out. And they're not some... tentative. It was it was just no, good from start to finish. Yeah, Definitely. Some, some big stompages. When I talk, oh, who are you waving to? I'm waving there's at a reason. Jesse. There's a reason why I'm not sitting. In this scene. because of see how I'm, ang- I'm looking at you and, yeah. and then behind you there's a wall with like a big rat on it like a ch- oh, evil looking Chuck E. Cheese or something. <laughs> uh, that's good because if I'm facing that way, it's just like you ever see that that animation? Uh, it, I forgot that I think it's the one with the clouds. I, what's one? Which one was it? When there's a dog up. that has a collar on it? Up, uh, up. Yeah. yeah. So the dog's in the middle of talking and also there's a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it off to the side. You. That's me. <laughs> That is me. I never got tested for anything as far as ADD or something. But are are you? If really, I was a are betting you really man, creative? what? Like, are you really creative? Are you like it's just in certain things in like uh, uh, in jujitsu? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty creative with my kimuras. I have some nice setups. Because they say a lot of people with ADD are usually super creative, and they just can't hold the like popcorn stuff happens to their brains. Like oh, idea, 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 popcorn. idea, idea, squirrel. You know? Yeah. Well, that's me. <laughs> I think that helps me both in jujitsu and in fighting. Uh. 
because it helped me stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It did. Like, I'm not thinking too far. I'm just right in the present. And uh, it just it just hurts me in every other area of life. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm not bad. But this Jesse Griff, I she, that stuff that she does. When I see those things, there's another show. I'm listen. I, I love the American Ninja Warrior, which is the one when they have like a bunch of fat people doing it. And they're like, it's like Wipeout. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wipeout. Wipe yeah. That is great. Which one is? I thought that we were gonna have somebody in from Wipeout. No, I'm only kidding. No, this is more impressive. This is this takes a lot more skill. The other one's like a bunch of fat people. You ever see that? Yeah, that's just people guessing if they can do something or not. Yeah. Listen, I think I, now, like me, in this stage of my life, I'll do that Wipeout thing. I don't think I'm doing. I think all water parks should be like that. The Wipeout. Yes. yes. That's so much How fun. much more fun would that be? Remember Action Park? Yes. Oh, my yes. father used to call it Traction Park. <laughs> yeah. Because he thing. would leave there. No, people up. would be messed up. They did a special on that recently. Did they? Yeah, there was a special on that on that water park. And uh, yeah, I went there a lot too. And there's always people dying. <laughs> there's always oh, people wow. dying from the wave pool to the whatever. No, no, people get messed up. They had a thing called the Alpine, sli- Alpine yes, Slide. Yes, it was amazing. I loved it. It's great. But if you go too fish, you, you wipe out and you're like, you lose a lot of skin. Yeah. Because it's on like a cement. Yeah like slide type thing and you're in this this lever you have to sit down with this lever like between your legs and you just push forward and back i mean you don't you don't get no crash course on this thing no. there's kids on this thing yeah do you ever do it you know what i'm talking about i, I know what you're talking about i didn't do it but i know exactly what you're talking I, I, about. I don't think that park's still there anymore no it's gone because it just had there was way too many lawsuits they had to let it go even the tarzan swing was fun. and now now it's just all 4d rides yeah Oh, makes me sick. I was fine until we went after the nine in a row. And by the ninth one, my boyfriend and I were like, this can't be good for us. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to die. Hey, uh, Chris, the producer, um, Phoenix is moving in with a boyfriend very soon. Oh, congratulations. That's great. Thank you. You excited? I am. I am. Very nice. I'm going to have to cook a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every time we have a, a, a guy guest in here, this is going to be refreshing for you. Because every time we have a guy guest in here with Phoenix, they're all like flirting with her. <laughs> yes Definitely. finally I got in trouble for that freaking last one what, what, uh, my boyfriend's like so uh, Sean Wayans, I think I hate in living color now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, it's funny because I'm, I'm sitting here and I just watched them just all oogling mm-hmm. oogling or googling yeah, What's oogling, yeah. oogling. Well, they probably google oogling. they probably <laughs> google <laughs> afterwards he's like oh man you're like a fly girl you like the fly it's funny let me ask you this did you guys watch the um, all of the Mayweather McGregor press conference I watched Oh, I watched. I watched three. I, I watched listen, three of them. It's it's a it's a good. Isn't it? Wasn't it only? Was there more than three? Yeah, the yeah, four, was there four was four. There was one. Was they the, ended in London. I didn't watch no, I the one London. where he was dressed like pimp Tyler Durden. I didn't that see was in that Brooklyn. One. I uh, yeah. listen. I'm with Connor on this one. <laughs> I'm rooting for Connor. Oh, Connor. Connor and, won uh, all four. And what is with uh, Connor's more? He, he's better on the mic. The other, I can't. Hard work. I can't get dedication. Hard work. Dedication. Anybody can say that. This guy's having the dedication. Yeah. He just yells it. I think if he gets stumped, he goes, hard work. That's uh-huh. it. And it's just like, and then I, I, and then he goes for a little like walk around the stage. I know. I thought he was going to start rapping. And he, and he said bitch more than there from was, Jesse from Breaking Bad. It was like, <laughs> bitch this, bitch. It's like, it's not an insult anymore. There was one point when he, uh, it got a little, it got a little uh, interesting when he goes up to his guys and he's like, Voltron, form Voltron, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, all his big bodyguards go to walk. They stand like right in front of. Uh, there's some of those guys. Oh my god, just want to smack the fuck out of them. Right. Oh, well, that god. was a mistake though, because Connor's got Artem Lobov, and he's got a lot of people behind yeah. him. They're like, yeah. they're gonna, they'll fight. They're okay. No, yeah. that's the thing. These these <laughs> yeah. big these big uh, these big beefcakes will get their ass kicked. You know right. what I mean? 
But it's just the punch. I can't stand those meatheads. I just can't stand the, just I just can't stand the meatheads, man. Even though I look like a little meathead myself. <laughs> yeah, but you you know it's funny. But those I, guys, I, I think people underestimate how kind of spiritual you are in in sense. Oh, thank like, you. No, oh, you are because like you're wow. like I don't like that guy's energy or you know he's not a nice person like stuff like that really gets to Matt. Like you're, they're like yeah. so. Well, good I mean with those kids guys. And, those guys are a bunch of know? just hired, whatever yeah. thugs. Oh, I'm Voltron, and then they all go in front of. But it's funny, you know what I mean. And it's one of those things where then all it, they showed it. I saw it on Dana's uh, video blog for it. He did like a world tour blog. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's good because you could always get up. You could always see what he's saying, like when they're face to face. I did appreciate Floyd going up to Dana and apologizing to him, and you, you know, know talking about what he did for the sport and stuff. I thought that was kind of an actual cool moment. Well, he in knows him. He knows him a long time. Yeah, personally, what's funny about that is you got you got. You got Connor going up to the Showtime guy, calling oh. him a weasel, and oh, yeah. I, I just love that. I, I can't <laughs> because you know, I mean, I don't know the guy, but when you look at him, is, you know, I don't know. All those guys are the same. Yeah. And but Dana is different. And how about the other guy treating him different? Instead of attacking, you know, Dana, the other guy's going. Uh, uh, Mayweather's going up and apologizing to him. I, I was wondering what kind of angle he was going at, but he wasn't really. No, he's just saying sorry. Yeah. And then he'd go into attacking. I thought he was going to say, but your boy's going to get after. No, he's just, then he went back into his Listen, they put, they put together a historical deal in sports and whether you like it or not, it's a lot of Con- money. There's a lot of money involved. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I think Floyd's coming at that from that angle of like, yeah. we're the business guys. Like Connor's just kind of a pawn in my game, you know, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know. I can see that. I like that uh, that Connor keeps bringing up that oh man, this is like a half of a fight or quarter of a fight. So it's like yeah. you know, this is our actual real fight. You're not going to last around. Can I ask you a question, Matt? Sure. I, I think you might understand this really well. There's two schools of thought here that your cardio with boxing is nowhere near as difficult as it would be for MMA because of the up and down and whatnot. And I, I believe that. So, of course, Connor's going to be able to go 12 rounds, you know, because he's already done so many rounds in MMA, which are longer and much more exhausting. It's way more exhausting for me to kick than it is for punch. But other people say chasing a boxer, getting hit, the volume of punches, that that's more exhausting. So in your personal opinion, what is more tiring, nonstop boxing with somebody or, or MMA? Well, first of all, it's going to be where you're the most uncomfortable. If a guy has no business boxing at all, with us at different levels and the other guy's boxing him up, up yeah. and down, that could be exhausting for a guy that could shoot in and get a takedown and, and chill out. But he has a, you know, he, he's not new to boxing, Connor. Connor's got getting, has a lot of rounds under his belt. And with a, with a fighter, even though uh, Mayweather is the superior boxer, his style is not an overwhelming style. Like a, like a, um, Let's say like a Nick Diaz or a Nate Diaz in a in um mm-hmm. in MMA where they're in your face constantly that gets exhausting. He's in a shell. He's in a shell and he's looking to counter strike. And we're having Jesse come in now, aren't we? So yes. both of you guys are Yay. looking over my shoulder. How Hi. are you, Jesse? Hi. Nice to meet you, Matt. Sarah, how are you? Nice to meet you. Hi, Phoenix. I should get up. It's polite. Nice to meet you, know? you too. Yeah, you sit right over there. That's your seat over yeah. there. Okay. And how are you? Are you a bodyguard or just? Oh, publicist. All right. All right. She's hanging out. There's no seat for the publicist? No. Chris, the producer? She's okay right there? A fly on the wall? We, we can get you a seat. All right. How are you, Jesse? I'm great. Get, you know what? Let's get that this. thing right in front of you. Okay. Thank you. 
Oh, water. It's that water's for you. <laughs> That's for you, yeah. You want some coffee or anything? No, I'm doing great. Thanks. Go now, ahead. now, let me ask you, uh, are you a mixed martial arts fan? Do you watch any fights, like UFC or anything? Um, I watch, like, special ones when my friends are all getting yeah. together. We usually have, like, big stunt gets stunt get-togethers and mm -hmm. watch. Oh. Um, I'm actually a little self-conscious about not following it enough because I feel like it's important as a stunt person to be educated on yeah. that. Um, and I do love studying the movement, but I don't stay up to date on like the politics of what's going on. A very casual fan. So you just watch it when, <laughs> you watch it when someone's having a party. Basically. Yeah. And then, you I mean, know. and then I go to the gym with the people who really follow it and we uh, like mimic the moves that happen. Very and, cool. Yeah. Well, that helps you with your stunt work. Oh, know? it's so important. Yeah. Because it's so popular these days that people are wanting to see more realistic MMA style choreography in the fights. It and is so, true. yeah. So it's an important thing to stay up yeah, to. Yeah. You're on. seeing that a lot with more with movies now, especially with a lot mm -hmm. of things that are coming out. And you do, you've done a few of the Marvel shows and, and uh, Supergirl and all that type of stuff. So mm -hmm. you see this MMA influence. What, what do you see more grappling in the moves or more throws or? Yeah, um, like flying arm bars are super popular now. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, like so many of my friends are doing jujitsu and, and just taking those moves and yeah. Incorporating. <laughs> Have you ever messed around with Brazilian jujitsu? You, you said flying arm locks. Have you ever messed around? <laughs> Is anybody showing you anything? Um, yeah, I've I've been taught um, a couple different moves, and then I usually forget the names really quickly. That's okay. Um. So do I. <laughs> um, you have a background in martial arts, though, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it's all been – I started training martial arts – when I got into stunts. And so oh. the whole time that I've been learning martial arts, it all has been geared specifically towards doing fight choreography in movies and not as much towards applying and hurting people. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've studied a lot of Taekwondo and some Kung Fu and uh, Wushu, Capoeira, boxing, kickboxing. Um, I really do need to get into more jujitsu and yes. grappling. It's so cool. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, if you look at like um a John Wick, that's mm -hmm. that's a film that showcases, you know, like sambo and judo and jujitsu really well. Because back in the day they didn't put a lot of it on screen because it was really hard to read grappling on screen. And now mm -hmm. people are more familiar seeing it. I gotta get into that John Wick. I, oh, I saw so the first good, one, man. but I wasn't like Watch, I don't know. Watch I, the second one. Watch I gotta the second see the second Keanu one. Keanu did a lot of his own stunts, right? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I used to train with the guys um, that produced that. Uh, 87 11. Yeah. Yeah. 87 11 yeah. stunt team. They kind of gave me my foundation of fight and martial arts training, working mm -hmm. with them. They broke it down. They gave me the basics and they made fun of me when I sucked at things <laughs> and, like, you know, pushed me to get better and understand what looks good and what doesn't. It's really hard big for a stunt person because you guys have to make the actor, the main actors look good. Mm -hmm. Or if you're doubling somebody, how does it work for, for when you have to double a person? It's so different from job to job. Uh, we start out, if, if we're lucky, if we get a lot of time, we get to train the actors and teach them, you know, most importantly, like how to stand, how to have your hands, how to look, how to do those finishing moves just just to finish things, you know, mm -hmm. to look confident um, and move the way this type of character would move. Um, and then the quicker they pick it up, the more we can start teaching them, like, how to do a good punch and how to do a good kick and what style they would have. Um, and some of them pick it up really well, and we can advance and have them do a lot of their own stunts. And others don't latch on to it or, you know, or it hurts and, and they don't want to get into as much of it. And so with those, then 
we we try to focus just on like what is the exact movement they're going to do what's that like finishing pose and teaching them that part so that we can blend through and know like you know my hair is on this side of my face so we'll choreograph the fight so that my face is more hidden mm-hmm. and so it's just working with the actor knowing how much they can and want to do and then um, filling in the gaps. Yeah, it's hard. It's like paint by numbers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. How did you get started with the whole stunt work? What made you say, I want to be a stunt person? Um, it was watching Buffy and Xena when I was a little kid. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, like I was into Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles yeah. too, but watching Buffy and Xena, I was like, man, I, I want to be just like that when I grow up. And, you know, so I studied acting a little bit and planned on being an action hero and majored in theater. Um, But it was always the movement that inspired me the most, wanting to jump off of cliffs and buildings and swing and fly through the air. And like, I loved fight scenes and I would try to mimic them and I totally thought I could do it. And that was, (laughs) it was a fun transition, like finally getting good enough at the fight stuff to realize that I sucked and then be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to learn and like training more and more. and it, yeah, it's just when I realized that the actors usually don't get to do most of the stunts, yeah. that's when I started learning what stunts was. And that was after college and just diving in and being like, oh my gosh, I want to learn everything. And all the stunt people are experts at every style of martial arts and motorcycles and cars and high falls and trampoline and gymnastics. And, and it's just like you're surrounded by these experts and everything and, and it's your job to learn. That's so interesting. You wanted to, you started off wanting to, you wanted to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted to be the, the action person. And then you're like, all right, they're not really doing it. I want to be the person behind the scenes doing the actual stunt work and who cares about being in front of the camera. Is that right? Is that how that went <laughs> well, down? Or Well, I, I mean, I always wanted to do both. Yeah. But then when I broke it down and said, okay, would you rather, if same movie, would you rather be the action star, have everyone see your face and do all the acting, but not get to do the stunts? Yes. Oh, no, I thought you were asking me. Or, no, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, oh, no. Or, or <laughs> do I want to get to do those big heroic moves, learn how to fly through yeah. the air and like kind of get to be the real hero i mean nothing nothing against the actors like the the acting is such an important part of the movie but the part that inspired me most was getting to do that movement and it's it's not as important to me if like people know my name or what i'm doing it's what do i get to do do i get to challenge myself and kind of be the hero you know she is like a superhero yeah definitely because it's 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 behind the scenes like the alter ego type of thing but you are the actual action part of it yeah that's really cool and and then buffy gets all the credit you know some bs right there her stunt (laughs) double is sophia crawford and she is amazing yeah wait buffy's not still oh you mean the old buffy we're talking about right uh the tv series yeah. yeah I remember the movie. That's how old I am. <laughs> Did anybody remember the movie with Kate Swanson? Was it Kate Swanson? Christy. Christy oh, Swanson. That's I, it. I took Taekwondo with her. Get out of here. Not kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh wow. What a, what a, I guess a small world. She's so cool. I love her. But now when you do American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. not only are people seeing your face, but you wear the superhero costume. So I thought that was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? It's so funny. Like going from stunts to Ninja Warrior and feeling like, you know, I'm basically doing the same thing. We're doing stunts across this obstacle course, only now suddenly people know about it and mm-hmm. yeah. recognize me, yeah. Oh, no, it's so awesome. And <laughs> you're amazing at it, too. But have you ever done, like, a, a 
parkour or anything of that type of stuff? Yeah, a little that's bit. That's what it seems like. But. Yeah, um, the Team Tempest is the group that I train with. And I started working out with them before they had even come up with a name, before they were Team Tempest. And they taught me kind of the basics of like doing the vaults and how you roll out of a flip and how it's different from gymnastics. Um, and then they went on to become a team and um, and actually – their top female, Lucy Romberg, who's an 11-time world champion. Um, she was my roommate for a couple of years. So I'm, I'm closely involved with them, but I don't do it seriously enough to call myself a free runner. But that's definitely one of my dreams, to, to totally be a free runner. Do you remember the, the first – how did you find out about Ninja Warrior? Like you were already in the stunts. Mm-hmm. So did your stunt friends say, yo, check this out? Yeah. Actually, so that same roommate, Lucy Romberg, was the first woman to compete on Ninja Challenge and go to Japan and compete oh. on Sasuke. And I was her roommate at the time, and I, I knew that she did a thing called Ninja Warrior, that it was really fun, and she brought me back a headband, and that was the extent of <laughs> my information. Cool. Um, but I saw it set up on the beach a couple of years later and was like, oh, that's what that is. It looks really cool. And I went up and was like, hey, guys, I would like to do this. And they just looked at me like I was crazy. And they're yeah. like, people sent in applications a year ago. Mm-hmm. You can apply next year. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so you did you um, apply next year? I, I actually forgot about it until <laughs> the night before. Like, I happened to look it up and was like, oh, no, it's due in four hours. Um, and I'm just lucky that with a career as a stunt woman, I had tons of footage doing cool stuff, just like basically in my stunt reel. Um, and so I plopped it together. I sang my stunt woman song and uh, and sent it off. <laughs> what and, is the stunt woman song? Now I have to um, know. <laughs> it's it's a kind of parody of Santeria. Okay. Um, oh, by Sublime. Yes. Okay. Feel free if you want to. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It's it's on YouTube. I'm not a good yeah. singer, but I was uh, paddling 20 miles down a river in Oregon one time, and it took way longer than expected. So I got bored and wrote a song. That's cool. Oh, so you wrote that song? Yeah. I did, yeah. Did, how do we get to see that? Where is that on YouTube? <laughs> YouTube? It's actually in my first Ninja Warrior submission video. Um, okay. And yeah, it's on YouTube. So we put in the Jesse Graff um, audition video? And we're going to hear yeah, you belting out so. some tunes? Season five. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> you've, you've done some phenomenal things with Ninja Warrior. And uh, you know, just putting the guys aside for a second. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think... To be a female athlete, to be a female anything, it's huge. It's really powerful for us. With Wonder Woman that just came out, you know, with you being one of the first to 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 finish right in Ninja Warrior, it's a little complicated. Yeah. There's like six stages of competition, um, and so I was the first woman to complete stage one of the national finals. Okay, um, and. And kind of stage two, now that they, they put me on Team USA for USA versus the world, where the rules are a little different, but um, I got to complete stage two as well. So there's still two left to complete. When we were growing up, we didn't have, like, we had Buffy, we had Xena, we didn't have as much as there is right now. Mm-hmm. The UFC has a bunch of divisions for women when originally we, we didn't have anything. So when you look at everything that you're doing and everything that's happening for women in sports and in just basically, even in stunts, right? right? Mm-hmm. How, what's the view of it from your world? Um, I feel really lucky that I kind of grew up feeling like it, it was that way already. Um, and it's, it's more interesting to me now seeing through social media and the response that I've been getting that a lot of women growing up, you know, at the same time as me or earlier just didn't have that experience of seeing 
women be strong doing amazing things and um and and I kind of just saw my mom doing that all the time just taking on impossible challenges and being like okay well the two-ton floating dock drifted across the 400 acre lake and we don't have a motorboat so we're gonna row across and we'll spend the whole day rowing it back by hand wow and it was just like this is normal it 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 never came up that like well you know it's gonna be harder because I'm a woman it was just like this is what has to get done let's do it um and it just it never occurred to me that women would be weaker or less capable. And so I always grew up seeing that. Um, that, yeah, of course, you can do anything. Why not? Um, and it was only later that I learned, oh, we have less testosterone, so we have to work harder to be strong. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just, okay, great, good challenge, work harder. Wow. Um, but yeah, so seeing that other people didn't have that experience and that that I get to share that and now more people are are being like liberated of like, oh my gosh, I, c- I can do that. I can try things and, and realizing that anything is possible. It's just amazing to get to share that. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Watching Wonder Woman was the first time I think, it's the only thing I can think of where there was 20 plus women on screen at the same time fighting. Yeah. Have oh you my seen? Gosh, I love that scene. Yeah. Did you see the movie? I got to go to the premiere. You did? I did. <laughs> it was so exciting. I want to know what you think about... Wait, hold on one second. Okay. Hit it. Come on, let's talk about this. Oh. All right, here we Sorry go. Sorry about the cheesy special right. effects. We, d- we got to do you this. You got to... Good. Well, I was waiting for well, you to Well, let's talk about a movie. Ready? Sorry about this. Hi, everybody. It's me. No, we talk about movies here, too. I know. We get silly. But since we're talking about movies, we have to, we have to throw that in. And I, I loved Wonder Woman. I enjoyed the heck out of it. I thought that... Do you watch a lot of the comic book movies? And, oh, yeah. Do you? I do. I love them. Oh, you fit right in with us. Oh, we good. Such comic book <laughs> oh, I love it so much. I, and uh, I, in DC, even though they get a lot of, they get a lot of um, crap... You know, for like Suicide Squad, which I enjoyed. I, I liked know, it. Everybody mm-hmm. gives that crap. I, 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 I had a good time. You know, my kids love Harley Quinn, and that scares me. But <laughs> they do bad stuff. They're like Harley Quinn's bad. I go, what? That's not no. good to say. Watch uh, Supergirl. But anyway, Wonder Woman. Wow, man, they really. Uh, I thought um, the lead. Uh, what's her name again? The lead. The girl, yeah, Gal Gadot. I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I loved. I it. thought it moved along great. I think it started great with those with the Amazons and the and how she came up and it. Uh, what am I missing in this movie? Did you enjoy this movie? Did I loved miss? it. I I thought the villain was a little weak. That's but true. Yeah. I I absolutely loved it. And for me, it was just so for like you said, we were talking about Buffy and mm-hmm. Lucy Lawless. The first chick to like who I wanted to be was Princess Leia. Yeah. Because Princess Leia was like strong. She was tough. They rescued her, but she grabbed a blaster and starts like rolling with the guys and telling Han what to do. It was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so now I'm thinking about little girls that are going to see Jesse in superhero garb running Ninja Warrior and, and girls are going to watch Wonder Woman and your kids who are seeing just women do martial arts and their dad teaching them jujitsu. I'm like, wow, look at the playing field for like women yeah. now. I just think it's really super cool. So I loved it. I like the scene in Wonder Woman when they were in—I forgot the name of the the, um, the the Death Valley or something. They were okay. in a spot where they were just pinned down, 
And they're like, yo, we can't go out there. And she drew the attention. And just the way it was shot. How the you see no the bullet land, coming yeah, and she, she blocks it with her brace. Uh, what, what is it? The uh, brace, not bracelets. The bracelets, yeah. Yeah, bracelet type things, yeah. right? What do you call those things? But uh, she's blocking bracelets. those bullets. And then she takes, <laughs> I, she drew the attention away from the uh, the dudes. And then they, I thought that was amazing. What a mm-hmm. good scene. All right, let me get back to America. Yeah, but just, just, <laughs> I just no, love talking about But, like, the movement on that, like, the fight styles were, it was probably my favorite style to, like, I got to learn some of it. I worked on some of the testing, the stunt rigging. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, the pre-production the stuff. The yeah, previous. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and Latif Crowder, he's the, he's, like, my favorite capoeira guy ever. He yeah, was he's the one amazing. the protector. Yeah, we've seen him in a bunch fighting of Fighting Tony okay. Ja. And so they brought him in to train the Wonder Woman stunt doubles and the Amazons. And so I got to train with him and learn some of that. And then the wire stuff, like mm-hmm. that shield move, I got to test. Really? And so, yeah, I'd have there was another stunt girl holding the shield, and they'd lift us on the wires. We popped off of it and spun. And it was just like, that's the dream come true of like getting to do that style of movement. Now, do you, now that you did a lot from, you went behind the scene, you're still doing the stunt work and stuff. But now that, you're in front of the camera and you're getting all this attention. How does that feel? Is, is it a different feeling? Because you're not used to... I mean, I'm sure like people watch this stuff and go, oh, that was you going over the hood of the car. So you might get a little something <laughs> like that with your friends and family. But with this, like, what does your mother think? What does your family, your friends, oh when they God. see you just like exploding <laughs> like this? My, my parents are so proud. They're adorable. Oh, that's um, great. Oh my gosh. My mom's even like, she's gotten into it since watching Ninja Warrior. Yeah. She, at 63, was like, I need to be able to do a pull-up. and so oh, she, That's amazing. She, it took her over a year to get her first strict form pull-up, and oh, now wow. she can do nine. What? And that's she's, great. Yeah. I can only do like five. It's unbelievable wow. Like to see, because people are always asking, like, well, are, like, are, can women really build that much upper body strength? Yeah. Like, what if you didn't start when you were six years old? Right. Can, yeah. And she just didn't care. She was like, well, I want to be able to do it. Let's... I'm, I'm going to do it. What it was the matter. secret to it for her to be able to build the upper body strength? To do I it? think it was just the determination. I think so many people, especially women, will try it and be like, oh, this feels impossible. Yeah. And then someone will validate that and be like, well, yeah, upper body strength is really hard for women. And then when you hear that and it justifies, you know, it, it makes sense. You're like, oh, well, of course it, it won't work. Well, why waste my time doing it versus trying it and being like, oh, it feels impossible. And someone going, yeah. That's how it's supposed to feel. Keep doing it. It's so funny. I'm looking at my notes and it says you started circus, 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 not circuit, circus <laughs> training at the age of six. What circus training? What exactly does that um, mean? It was it was here in New York. It was called circus gymnastics. And it was just like trapeze classes mm-hmm. and acro hand balancing. And it was just because I'd seen the circus when I was four and just immediately fell in love and was like, yeah. mom, I have to do this. And they were like, uh, oh, okay. Um, wow. <laughs> and it was just, I, I had to do it. I have a question on how you prepare for these things. Because when okay. I watched you, especially, like, I mean, listen, obviously you have to be in phenomenal shape. But there's certain things. Like, you know, I used to fight and there's only, there's, you know, you have to go over what takes place in a fight. So you mimic mm-hmm. it by sparring a lot. And then we do a lot of jujitsu. And, you know, it. it it's specifically for what I was, you know, the task at hand, a uh, uh, MMA fight. But with this, it's not like you have all this. How do you simulate 
Like there's a certain thing you do. I, I'm sorry, but some of the names are going to escape me. That's the oh. one, it's almost like you're doing a pull up, but you get the whole bar to move down, down, mm-hmm. down, then up. And you were doing it amazingly. Yet you had a different grip. I noticed you had the 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 one grip. Your hands going opposite ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I call it a switch, a mixed grip. That yeah. was. I thought that was amazing, and the way you did that. Uh, well, how do you prepare for that? Well, <laughs> I don't. I mean, um, it's. It, it is a lot like preparing for a fight. You kind of know, like, you don't know what they're going to throw at you, but you can study their style. You can know that, like, you need to prepare your kicks, your punches, your blocks. Yes. Like, you know the basic components. You know what strength you need to have, what kind of speed, what kind of explosiveness. And so for a Ninja Warrior course, I know that I need to be able to do tons of pull-ups, yeah. hang from tiny ledges and swing. I need to know how um, the physics of a swing works on different types of moving objects. It's not just straight forward and back. They'll go in weird circles. Mm-hmm. Trampolines and explosive quick footwork. No, that the I'm sorry. The, what's the pole thing I'm talking oh, about? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Salmon ladder. That's called the, the salmon ladder. Oh, because you have to go upstream, mm-hmm. basically. That yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get and it. you, you kind of flop like a fish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah, the reason I do the mix grip is if you think about holding a bar – and it spins because yeah. it's not hooked into anything. Yeah. It's Your hands are going to want to roll off of it. And it takes a lot of strength yeah. to force your hands to stay forward. Yeah, so you have to use more that's... forearm grip mm-hmm. and traps. Really. And most of the guys yeah. who do this and have been doing it for years are so ridiculously strong that they just do it that way. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, I could only do six pull-ups, but I wanted to get up the salmon ladder. And I didn't have that kind of grip strength, so I put one hand backwards, which... Are you the only one doing it that way? No. Um, uh, the the Japanese guys from the original show Sasuke, a lot of them do that. Mm-hmm. And um, Is that what you've seen it? No, I just I made it up. I was like, I can't oh. keep this bar from spinning. I, I realized later they were doing the same thing. Yeah, and a lot of people that. have picked it up um, because I've always done it that way. And it causes your um, shoulders to twist a little bit crooked. And so yeah. a lot of people try it and they're like, oh, this isn't a good idea. I'm not going to do it because the bar is crooked. Yeah. But if you train it that way, you get used to it and you kind of counteract it. You can stabilize, it. yeah. You can and stabilize the reason a lot more whatever. of the ninjas have taken it up this year is... The ninjas! I'm sorry, yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> I love and I, I recognize how silly it is that no. we call ourselves ninjas when we don't fight or assassinate no, but, anyone. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> ninja really means the modern stealth. Ninja. Like that's actually what ninja means in de- Japanese. Yes. So... <laughs> so, but um but yeah so I'm we really had nerdy. this I'm sorry <laughs> I love it I, I love ninja nerds um <laughs> so so yeah last year we had an obstacle called the wedge where it's kind of like the salmon ladder but instead of having rungs it's these two slanted um plexiglass pieces so the bar can go it can shift left forward yeah. right back so it can switch out by either getting one hand ahead of the other one or by getting one hand yeah. lower it was it was really weird and we'd never seen anything like it before and so everyone's hopping across it yeah. forward just like the salmon ladder but when you get to the end of it and you have to build up this big swing and dismount all the guys who were gripping straight <sighs> forward peeled off of it at the last second and because wow. i had practiced the mix grip yeah. i was able to get through it that's great i seen that and it was uh very dramatic that's this one you sent me chris the producer <laughs> It was like one of those things where you just did it and you see the pole fall behind you and you make it. It was like one of those, it felt like an action movie, that freaking thing. That was wild, though. <laughs> no? Everybody couldn't believe it. I loved it. That was that was amazing. But you don't, that salmon ladder, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't mm-hmm. get past that. How, but how, I know you do a lot of pull-ups. 
But it looks like you you did that. Do you have a, a mock like you have a practice salmon ladder? I somewhere? don't. No, um, I most of what I practice, I only do actual obstacle training maybe once every two months. I I focus mostly on the strength training because so much of my background, especially in stunts, having to improvise and yeah. all the circus and martial arts, like it prepares me to figure out the obstacles on the spot and adjust. You're literally doing like geometry and exactly. trigonometry yeah. with your body <laughs> yes. when you see an object. Yes. That is freakishly awesome. Yeah, and it's so crazy. Because <laughs> you've got to figure it out. Right. It's not like, all right, let me try that yeah, again. But, but we do that, Matt. Yeah. Like, like, Remember when you pull your jab out? That's how your brain knows the distance between mm-hmm. you and your opponent and how you yeah. have to shoot for a takedown. It's very scientific and mathematics that you do with your own body that mm-hmm. you figure out within time. Training, yeah, but you know? what I'm saying, this course exactly. like, with these certain things, like you're you're figuring it out pretty much on the spot. So mm-hmm. You're not used to feeling it's crazy. it. I'm used to guys throwing jabs at my melon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm not used to doing any of the, the cross grips and this and that. It's very impressive. Now, what do you have coming up? Like you have, there's something coming. What, to talk to me. You have a big. Yeah, what's next? What's next? Oh my gosh. Um. It's most so much of it is secret. It's always oh, like, I'm sorry. Okay. Don't say anything. Then. No, but uh, what can ninjas? I tell you? I what can tell you. Um, <laughs> so my next ninjas. episode of Ninja yeah. Warrior is, um, let's see, August seventh. Um, that'll be the Daytona City Finals, which is kind of like regionals. Okay. Um, so it'll be the same course that I competed on, plus four more obstacles. Um, you know what those obstacles are. Um, well, you can't tell us. I can't say. Yet. All right, but you oh, know but, what they are. So but you're yes. prepared for them. So okay. yeah, the the exciting thing for me is that I didn't finish the qualifying course. I fell on like the last step of the fifth obstacle, uh. and so I get a rematch with this Rolling Thunder, um, which oh man, it's just it's so grueling. It's kind of the equivalent of doing about thirty five pull ups in one set. Rolling thunder? Yeah, it's like this big wagon wheel and you have to just like monkey bar your way to roll it. I think they said it weighs about 100 pounds. Yeah. It's wow. just, it's a really annoying obstacle. Yeah. It's you had a hard time <laughs> on that thing. I did. I thought I was going to get it. So you possibly get redemption on the rolling thunder. There's, possibly. There is the potential for redemption. And then the, you know, the fear is like, well, gosh, if I fell on it the first time... When I get through it, well, now I have four more upper body obstacles afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So it just seems like an unfair advantage for a female, you know, just because it's all upper body stuff and it's not necessarily our strength or even how we're built. I still think that's just just about like what did you start training with as a little kid? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the only reason that that people think women can build lower body strength but not upper body strength is because women start walking really young. Mm-hmm. So you've been using your legs your whole life. So when you start trying to build muscle, there's already a foundation. Whereas if you weren't doing gymnastics, if you weren't climbing things and doing pull-ups, then it's kind of like you have to wake up the muscles in your arms and teach them how to function in a way that they haven't before. Um, I've, I actually find it easier to build upper body strength than lower body strength because – in gymnastics, we punch off the floor. Yeah. I was doing trapeze and bars and hanging from things. And I started lifting when I was co- in college and I could bench press more than I could squat. Wow. It's, it's just what you train. Gym- That's good to hear. You started gymnastics young? No? Yeah. Um, I did the circus gymnastics for three oh, years yeah. and then started competitive gymnastics when I was 12. Could you do one of those aerials? Aerial? 
Uh, do you want a lefty or righty martial yes. arts style no. or gymnastics <laughs> on a beam? Only reason I ask. Yeah. The only reason I ask is because I have my um, my kids are in dance. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my eight year old is my oldest, and she's killing it. But she'd be doing even better if she's able to do one of those. Mm-hmm. Ariels? Am I, mm-hmm. I know that's the mermaid. Am I saying it right? That's right. An Ariel, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I, I can it. give you some drills to show her. Get out of here. Could you really? Cool. Very oh, that's cool. I'm excited. That's, yeah. What I'm thinking about doing is, this is what I was thinking about doing. Uh, me and my wife were thinking about even getting her like private lessons with, I don't want her to have to do gymnastics because she's already at dance. I can actually talk about this off air, but who cares? We can talk about this on air. People like to know about this. Uh, I, I was thinking about getting her like, like half an hour private lessons with um, at a gymnastics school to, to learn that because mm-hmm. that would help her dance like routines and solos and whatnot. Do you think that's a, a good idea? Definitely. Nice. Yeah, either gymnastics or there's the Brooklyn Zoo, mm-hmm. um, the free running school. Brooklyn Zoo? Brooklyn what? Zoo. Yeah, yeah, it's like where all about. the stunt people go and train. The uh-huh. zoo? Yeah. yeah. My boyfriend's a stunt guy. Zoo. That's why you're like, how do you know all these terms? Like, I hear them every day. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm right in Long Island, but we got a lot of, we have a lot of... Uh, oh, you definitely have stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, we got stuff out there. Yeah. Again, I don't need her to be the next Mary Lou Retton. I just want to be... Again, that's a gymnast nobody knows. I'm, this Nuh-uh. is my age. Hey, I know Mary I'm 43. It's a good reference. <laughs> Did anybody ever hear of Mary Lou Retton? Anybody? Of course. Yes. All right, thanks. But guys. I did compete in gymnastics for yeah. a while, so... Oh, look at that. So that's not that hard to do. That has to be hard to do. But I see these other little girls do it's it. It's more technical. Yeah. If you, yeah. And most of the time, I think when people start trying to do aerials, they're thinking they're gonna break the cartwheel. They're like, oh well, now I can do it with like one hand or with like four fingers. For people that don't know that what that is, can you, can you explain what an aerial? Is? Yeah, it is a cartwheel with no hands. Yeah. So you just, but, I mean, these little girls do it. It's amazing. But you just have to jump off of your leg. People yeah. people kind of dive off of their leg and go down, and then they have to use their hands to catch themselves. But yeah. if you jump off of your leg, like really drive with your quad, and then drive the heel in the You're back. You have to show me that drill. Oh like yeah, to show my kid. I'll show you right here. That's how awesome. Wow. <laughs> okay, we're videotaping that. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Videotape, and that's an old reference too. What? Recording. Video yeah. tape. When <laughs> video is, tapes anymore. So wait, did we talk about when this new season comes out? I want people to to watch you, Jesse. Um. Well, the season started on June fourth ish. Oh, so when can they watch? But it's it? on um, Monday nights at eight seven central on NBC. So tonight actually is the Denver qualifiers, and then next week we'll start LA finals. It's pretty awesome. And where are you living now? Are you still in New York? Or are you in LA now? No, I'm you? mostly in LA. Oh, mostly in LA. By by mostly, I mean I live in LA. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How is that compared to you? Like it over there? I mean, I know you grew up in New I York. I love it. I love yeah. both. I love coming back to visit New York because mm-hmm. it's so different. Like I only lived here till I was nine, yeah. and so now just being able to go everywhere and just get anywhere you want without having to drive. Yeah. Like I walked over here today through the park, and yeah, that's cool. It's so yeah, fun. That's the, really cool. The hardest part is just like there are so many things to climb and I'm trying so hard to behave and like not get arrested for climbing someone's <laughs> crazy scaffolding and stuff. I was stuff. gonna ask you, like in your in your your off time, mm-hmm. like do you you seem like the type that would do that? Just jump on a bike or uh, do rock climbing. Do you ever just chill out and veg out and what do you like to do that's not active? I don't know. You <sighs> move are you a challenge. movie person or are you <laughs> you just always on the um, go? I mean, the things that I enjoy most are like those big adventures, like hop on a paddleboard and go down the coast or yeah. go cliff diving or skydiving or, or I don't know, just yeah. just being outside playing. Um, the hard days for me are the ones where it's like, okay, you've had a really hard week of workouts, you're drained and you have to rest. 
And like, I just, I hate the idea so much that I've had to rephrase it in my brain of like, if you want to be as good as you say you want to be, you have to be disciplined enough to rest. And here are all the active rest things you can do. And so I'll foam roll and stretch and do hot Epsom salt baths, massages, acupuncture. I go to physical therapy and do laser and all these things so that I've, I am being productive and taking that active rest to make myself better so I can get back to doing all the fun things and playing. That's a great way to phrase it too because I feel like, especially with with athletes, Mm -hmm. you always feel like, go, 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 or the day I'm sitting down is the day my opponent or my competition's getting better. So it's so hard to actually rewire your brain to say that sitting down, resting, recovering is part of exercise. It is. And I think it's really celebrated in our culture, like the idea of no rest day, work harder, yeah. train harder, push yourself. And and I love that. Like, it sounds so cool and heroic. And it was just a couple, it was maybe a year and a half ago that I, I finally separated the two of what do you want more? Do you want to be the most intense, the person who works harder than anyone else? Or do you want to be the person who actually succeeds at what you're doing? And when I realized that they weren't the same thing, it was like, well, I really, I really do want to be the most intense, yeah. but, but I guess I, I would rather succeed. I think the fighters could really learn from that too, like exactly <laughs> what you just said. Like that's a nice sound bite right there. And Thank what, you. <laughs> and what about eating now? Like do you, like your body's probably a furnace with the way you're moving. You know what I mean? You're probably burning off calories like crazy. But are you like, you know what? Let me just stick with this tofu or you allowed to have a pizza once in a while. You allowed um, to have some Italian I'm food. I'm pretty I mean? flexible. Yeah. I I'm a little O C D about like I want as many dark green vegetables as possible and get like get all the colors and high protein and oh. I would I would choose like a leaner steak over you know, like I don't know, something greasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of trained myself to prefer that. But I definitely have a sweet tooth and you know, a if they have tooth. like a really good dessert on set and I don't have any alternatives then I'm probably going to have the dessert yeah. but um but oh. I so I don't have strict rules it's yeah. more guidelines and make rational decisions in the moment see that's my problem see I love the way she talks about it, that exercising is that's how I feel about jujitsu I rolled this morning mm-hmm. I love jujitsu but I also love pizza and cake and I got kids <laughs> and they they always want pizza I blame it on my kids. I should. Let's oh, go back to harder. me and my horrible diet. You know what I do? I do want to ask you. The Academy Awards currently does not have uh, an award for stunt people. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. Well, I know that you won an, an Action Icon Award for for being a stunt woman of the year. Mm-hmm. But I, it upsets me that there's nothing at the Academy Awards. What do you feel? Yeah, about Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we've for a while we've had the Taurus World Stun Awards where we vote and we nominate things for a World Stun Award. Um, and that's been really cool. It's sponsored by uh, Taurus Red Bull. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy that it's not honored in the Academy Awards. Um, there, there is a group working on that. They do hashtag stand up for stunts. Um, but like the creativity that goes into coordinating a fight scene and putting together a chase and and um yeah just the creativity of the stunt coordinators is just it adds so much to a movie and a story and we would love to see that yeah i'm I'm with that are you ever really proud of some of your stunt work 
But then the movie shit, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're like, I, want I have people, a feeling there's <laughs> <I> want, <laughs> specific movies that he's <laughs> I want talking people about. to see this. I can't wait till they see me flip over the car, but the movie's just awful. Oh, gosh. That, oh, yes, no. that, well, just, it happens. It, it does? Happens. And like now with our phones, every now and then we'll have like, if I have a friend who's doing a huge, huge stunt, well, every now and then we'll try to have a phone like in a corner and catch yeah. it for them. Because sometimes like the lighting is so dark because it's a night scene and you just don't see the full effect of it. And you you want them to have that like so that they can see it, so they can show their friends right. after the fact. Plus you're signing like 5,000 NDAs, so you can't mm-hmm. really even show the stuff right, that you've right. done. And so it's always important. Some some movies will be very very strict about that. And I've been on other sets where where like the actors are posting behind the scenes stuff as they're shooting it. And mm-hmm. so like I always ask questions. I'm, I have the show I'm working on right now, Future Man. They um, they're happy to have me post things, but they ask me to wait until they start marketing and publicizing. What, what is that, Future Man? Oh, I'm so excited about it. It's, can you talk about it? <laughs> a little bit. I All can right, say like non-detail things. Okay. Um, but it's uh, created and directed by Seth Rogen. And um, oh. it's kind of like Back to the Future meets like Street Fighter or something. So oh my it's God, like, I like it already. It's, oh, this is very interesting. It's, it's and I'm such a so Seth Rogen fan. Yeah. It's, it's like a comp. Is this a, a movie? It's a Hulu TV series that'll start in the fall. Hulu. It's I'm just like with that. Hulu, Huge Netflix, action. Amazon. They're all coming out with this original mm-hmm. content that's like just oh, so good. Yeah. I worked on a Netflix movie, Bright, uh, a couple of months ago that should be coming out soon. Okay, and cool. that was both of these. Like the budgets are huge for these yeah. new media. And you said you, you have training in acting. You've, mm-hmm. have, you, have you acted, besides the stunt work, have you acted as... Yeah, as little, little parts. I've, I've had a lot of parts that I audition for where it's like you say two lines and then you get shot right. and fall off a building <laughs> yeah. or hit yeah. by a car. Um, like those things have come yeah. up a lot. I got a little um, a guest star on Supergirl last year, like right after all the Ninja Warrior stuff kind of exploded. Um, and so, yeah, I, I am looking to do more of that. Um, and probably should be pursuing the auditions you, more. You realize that you could be like the ne- like the, the female Jackie Chan. Yes, that's my goal. Yes. Jackie I, Chan I, is I, my I, hero. I, I want to hug you, but I'll <laughs> wait until funny. after we're done. Because that's... Right? I, yeah. mean, that, I mean, think about it. That, I mean, look at him. He's the greatest. That's his own stunt. I see him jumping in car windows and all the different takes. That's the best He's part amazing. about yeah. it. He really is. Right? And he employs and... and of so many stunt people and like has his mm-hmm. own team and pays his own insurance and do you have like like I said Jackie Chan and you just went whoa do you have certain <laughs> stunt guys that you're like uh, that are maybe like underrated that we don't know about that you're like oh, I really love this dude's work like oh my gosh who's who's Batman it'll come it'll come later when it, <laughs> who, do, who does like old Batman stunts later. that dude I think is um there are a bunch and I don't yeah. know them as well because. No, 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 you answer Matt's question. That was my favorite. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, 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 okay. yeah. It was just, oh, my gosh, there's so many, too many to list. Um, I don't, oh, no. No, listen, gonna, <laughs> this is going to come to you later on. It is, it is. And it is. Definitely but you could tweet us then. American Ninja kicking yourself. And, and be like, I should have said about Jake told me my first forward roll. It's oh, all right. I know. What time is it now? Because I know we're calling Chris soon. We are calling sure. Chris Weidman in five it's minutes. The, we already kind of missed him. We'll wrap up with Jesse. And oh, then no. We'll figure it out. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. We're, it's we're one of my fighters anyway. Yeah. I know all about him. Yeah. but uh, So he's not calling in. We'll call him in a minute. Oh, 
Oh, okay. all right. Because I don't know if we want Jesse to stick around and hang out. Or you want me, Jess? I don't know what your schedule is like. Should I ask your publicist who's over there on Twitter? What's going on over there? You're right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so you uh, you just told me that you really look up to nobody in stunt work and uh, oh my god, you just besides Jackie Chan. Got well, a nice okay, hold up. on. You definitely have to know about Debbie Evans because she has won Ooh. more stunt awards than. Um, any, I think double anyone else in the. She's been around industry. a while, I suppose. Mm-hmm. All right, little. I mean, I don't want to talk about her, her age, but she's not ready for the Ninja Warrior. She's that, that <laughs> ship has sailed she's, for Debbie. She's a driver. I mean, oh, okay. she does everything, but she's she rode the motorcycle backwards yeah. on like the Matrix what? with Keanu on. <sighs> so um, crazy. And did like Fast and Furious. She's been on all of those. Yeah. Um, so she's amazing. Um, I always want to give credit to Shauna Duggins and Atlin Mitchell because people keep crediting crediting me with being the Supergirl double, and they were the main doubles. I mostly doubled. Oh, that's very um, nice I mostly that. doubled the bad guys, so I got to fight Supergirl all the time. Really? But um, and then Alicia Vela Bailey and Caitlin Deschel were the main Wonder Woman doubles. Mm-hmm. Is there any stunts that you like before you get on a movie? you find out like, all right, this is the list of stunts they want for this movie. Is that how it works? And then you're like, I'm interested? Or no, you're just like, I'm a stunt woman and they're like, all right, we got a, we got a gig and this is what's on the table. Like, uh, there there are many ways. Um, sometimes it's an audition and it's usually vague. Um, they'll, they'll text you and be like, hey, fight audition tomorrow at like 4 p.m. Um, and that may mean that we're going to be there doing like all different styles, um, for like two to three hours and they'll, they'll teach us a piece of choreography and then we do it and they shoot it and then they teach us a different style and then we do that and shoot it. And then they say, okay, show us all your flips. And then like you do it and you try to hit fight poses in between stuff and transition and connect all your kicks to it. Um, and other times it'll be like, hey, are you available tomorrow? Great, you're working at seven. Mm-hmm. And then no information. You know, you might be falling <laughs> off a building. You might yeah. be. I had, yeah, I did have one where like I showed up having no idea what I was going to yeah. do. And they're like, just bring a harness. Yeah. And so, you know, 12 hours later, I'm suspended 43 stories up on the side of a building attaching uh, bullseye shaped decals and like swinging back and forth. So. Before you did your <laughs> first stunt ever, before you got involved, is there a, a school you went to? Did they go, we're going to teach you how to be a stunt? You can't just be like, I'm in shape and I'll jump off a building. Right. Uh, is there, you had to learn these techniques just like a yeah. fighter has to learn the techniques in fighting. Uh, for the stunts, how do you, that's not on the There's job training. There's so many different ways. I mean, yeah. yeah. So if you don't have any connections to anyone in stunts, there are stunt schools where you can go kind of get oh, the basics. And it's okay. you can't go yeah, and that, then There's one in New Rochelle, it. actually. Let oh, me know, because who yeah, knows Chaz, how long... This guy Chaz teaches it. But. Who knows how long this ship is sailing over here with unfiltered... <laughs> but, I, no, I do have to say that when you go to these plan. stunt schools, you can't finish and be like, okay, I am now qualified to work <laughs> as a stunt person. You basically go and understand, okay, these are the things that I need to train in every day for the next 10 years to be awesome at stunts let me go do that and then you find the gyms where the other stunt people are training and you work out with them and you say hey i did gymnastics i'll teach you how to do this flip if you'll show me how to do this kick and you kind of trade and form a group and everyone learns together and you know which people you can trust to you know kick you out the window um (laughs) and which ones you want to be like you know uh i'll (laughs) why why don't we have this guy kick me yeah um and and then you know you find 
you find out where a movie is shooting and you go bring your headshot and you meet the stunt coordinator and yeah, they call it, it hustling yep we call it hustling yeah. <laughs> and it is a hustle i mean my, like my boyfriend will find out like somebody's on set and it'll be two o'clock in the morning and you got to go to that set and mm-hmm. hopefully the coordinator will talk to you and it i mean they they get so much of my respect because it's not only is it hard physically hard in the bo- body it's so hard to get into mm-hmm. and to be trusted by coordinators to get the job in the first right. place and to work with actors and not punch an actor in the face and mm-hmm. you know it's it's just really tough <laughs> was there ever a stunt that you seen and you're like look, look i just i'm not prepared for this and then maybe later you you were um, able to do it in another movie but in the beginning you're like yeah i'm not jumping off this cliff um <laughs> i i love cliffs i love jumping off cliffs. <laughs> um and in a High situation like not that, her problem <laughs> in a situation like that you want to check your own safety you want to be educated enough right. yeah. the only and i haven't I don't think I've been on set and had that come up. I've had people call and be like, hey, we have a driving job. And I'll be like, well, you know, I I have very basic skills in driving. Yeah. I can do a sliding 90 or 180. But if it's in between two other cars, I would recommend, you know, yeah. Donna Evans, Debbie Evans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I would recommend some other people and they'll be like, oh, no, it's just a simple thing. You're just swerving. And I'm like. Okay, as long as it's just just so you know, this is what my level is. Yeah. So I've I've definitely passed along driving jobs to other people. When does this future man come out? You got me excited about that. I know. Yeah. Do we know when that thing's coming out? I don't have a date. On it's Hulu? it's fall Seth on Hulu. Rogan's producing this thing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm excited about it. All right, let's plug. Can we plug, please, the American Ninja Warrior? When that's coming out? When is that? Yeah. Are you, Monday nights at eight seven out. central Say it again, on I'm NBC. I'm talking during you. Do that again. Hold on. <laughs> Only because I knew I messed it up. Go ahead. It's on Monday nights at eight seven central on NBC. All right. Uh, Jesse, so nice to talk to you and to meet you. you and too. like, we will definitely be watching the show, and I'll try to see if I recognize you. If you, uh, you know, doing some stunts. And in LA, there's tons of jujitsu schools. Mm-hmm. Get some mom locks in. I will. It's fun. Yeah. Trust me, you I might will. just fall in love with it. And when you're here, go see Matt. Well, okay. I, got, I got schools in Long Island. Yeah. You don't gotta try to sell memberships for me, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us, Jesse. Thanks for right. having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th. With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. All right. Well, thank you to Jesse Graff. She was amazing. And before we get back into the show, let me just let me just tell you, people, about Toyo Tires. I love Toyo Tires. UFC fighters are tough. You know what else is tough, Chris the producer? What's that? Toyo Tires? Oh, that's right. That's why Toyo has been a proud sponsor of the UFC. Just like the UFC fighters, Toyo tires are built for battle. It's an all or nothing philosophy. Durability, aggressive design, 
on and off-road capabilities. Yes to all of them, Chris the producer. Living life on the highway? Toyo has you covered. Spending some serious time off-road. They have a tire for that too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, these tires just look cool. They're cool looking tires. Any vehicle, every terrain, all or nothing, Toyo tires. The next time, Chris the producer, you need tires, ask for Toyo. Please, can you do that for me? Yes, I will do it for you. To experience more, visit toyotires.com backslash UFC. That's toyotires.com backslash UFC. All right, Phoenix, we are back. How much fun was that? She's awesome. She is awesome. Very friendly, warm girl. How nice. And then she showed, she demonstrated that how to do an aerial for my, for my daughter. Yeah, very That's cool. so great. Very, very cool. So nice. I, I, you know, I just feel like stunt people are underappreciated. Uh, uh, I just wrote, I'm in a group text with, I'm telling Wyman that we're calling him now, but I actually, I'm in a group text with Aljo and Longo, so I just said I'm calling now to them, so I, I messed up. <laughs> right. Let me tell them. <laughs> Wrong person. I'm, I'm excited sorry. I'm to talk this. to Weidman. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan. Of Chris. I'm a big fan of Chris Hi, Weidman. Hi, Chris Weidman. <laughs> hey, what's going on? You no. don't know who this is. It's a stalker. <laughs> Phoenix Carnival. Yes. Hey. What's up, Chris? I know the voice. Yeah. I know the voice forever. What's, what's going on? What's I'm going trying on? to. I'm, I'm actually going. I just went through a car wash, and now I'm wandering around in the parking lot trying to find somewhere where uh, I could talk without being bothered and. Now, and li- hearing loud noises. All right, we're good now. Okay, hey, good. Hey, uh, hey, buddy, I didn't talk to you since I watched um, the road to the octagon for your fight. And let me tell yeah. you, I don't know if it's my age. I don't know if it's because I'm a father of three. The thing with Cassidy, with your daughter, reading the thing about about my daddy and this and that, dude. Oh like, listen to me. Thank God I was... I mean, Listen, I watch a lot of things in my bathroom. I'm not going to say... If I was on the toilet or not, but dude, blubbering like a little bitch. <laughs> you had me blubbering like a little bitch. Oh, I was so, God. dude, and you I too, heard my man. kids were asking for it. I was like, oh, I'm busy. I got a shower. I got a tummy ache. Dude, I can't, I can't, I can't watch stuff like That's that. That's funny. He was crying during it's the thing terrible. with your kids. You know what's actually even worse? I don't know why it got me even worse. Well, I, I don't missed- know if you stole the part okay. because it was later on when Marivi was talking. She started talking about like me having to tell the kids the yeah. first time when I had lost yeah. and she started crying and i'm like oh you gotta be freaking kidding me and i started crying i'm like i gotta stop i gotta stop watching this stuff yeah you might start you know, i might start crying Th- now that's we... when i started crying when your wife was talking about you and, and the family yeah. and stuff like that freaking terrible longo said that he was actually started crying during that and i got taken Longo's back like, I, I gotta tell you uh, don't even watch the thing don't even watch that, it's terrible. that's funny <laughs> i would actually pay to watch longo cry over that <laughs> Imagine him blubbering like a big baby. Ooh, okay. You guys, Longo. you guys know each other too well, so I'm Someone's gonna interject the here. For him. <laughs> yeah. Mama, give me a tissue. <laughs> you guys know each other too well, so I'm gonna interject here for a second. And Please. and Chris, I have a okay. question for you about Matt. Yeah. So let's talk about him. Okay. Like he's not here. Wow. Uh, you gonna make it weird, huh? Yes. yes. Already, already <laughs> oh, no. getting weird. What, what is it like to work with Matt Sarah and what is it like to have him as a coach? What Wait. kind of coach is he? I just want to know. You don't got to answer. You got to answer that, pal. This is Chris the I producer writes the these. No, I'm kidding. No, Matt's the, Matt's the best. No, I mean, he's, a, he's been a mentor for me since uh, I got into the sport or even before I got into the sport. Just being a Long Island guy, seeing all the success he had. 
he is, uh, he's from East Meadow. I'm from Baldwin. It's literally like 10, 15 minutes away from each other. And to see a guy reach the type of success that he had, uh, that he, that he reached was, uh, is motivating and inspiring. And, and then right away, as soon as I decided to get an MMA, the first game I went to was matched him. I well, signed I up. I, I put my I put my gi on and I started learning uh, from from Matt's first school over in uh, in Levitt in uh, East Meadow. I will tell you and, this: uh, Matt, I was yeah. a little lowly reporter, right? And I was talking to Matt Sarah, and you hadn't fought Anderson Silva yet. And he told me, "You got to see this guy I got at my gym right now, Chris Weidman. This guy, this guy's going to be the next champ. Mark my words. I swear, I'm telling you, I'm really good at predicting these type of things. He's amazing. So I'll never forget that. That's I why I just wanted to bring it up because you guys he have prophesied it. He remembers that when we did the, uh, it was on his count. Was it on your countdown with Lytle, maybe? Or video blog were... when I was going to fight my last oh, fight. Yeah, with Lytle, I believe it was my it's very crazy. last fight. Yeah. yeah, I was work. I was actually working out with him. He was getting ready for Lytle and I was getting ready for I guess I don't even know who my first uh, MMA fight maybe uh, and we um, yeah, and and were walking to the doors this is I, I watched the video like a thousand times it was my first touch with fame just because there was so many people watching the video and no one ever seen my face that night before and he said the guy this guy's gonna be a champion let me tell you this guy's gonna be a champion I had like a big black eye at the time. It was yeah. pretty crazy. It was pretty cool stuff. <laughs> the the best is with that. I I remember it because I I I wrote. I said something like, "I'm passing the torch. I'm passing the torch, yes. and this is going to be the next champ." And then I read the comments yep. afterwards. And they're like, what torch, Sarah? You suck. I go, what the fuck? <laughs> I go, can't I just give a compliment? It's People, not suck. They- <laughs> People suck. People yeah. suck, man. I've learned that, I've learned that just, just like you have over the years, man. You have to learn how to have thick skin in this business. Oh. Just, I remember you actually telling me that. Yeah, man. You can't, you're not going to go far in this business if you don't have thick skin. And it's true. You have to, you have to eat it all, all day long, all the time. Well, speaking of thick skin, you know, I was thinking about Musasi and and that losing that controversial TKO, you know, with the knees and and that you know potentially illegal knees. Mentally, you know, how do you deal with that and and knowing what you're going in through with this next fight? And now you can't rematch the guy because he's with another organization. Yeah, I mean, it's just these are all things I just don't have control over, you know. So I just don't really think about it too much. Uh, obviously, I didn't get my hand raised that fight. It sucks. Um, especially the way it went down, it was just so terrible for both of us, um, the, the confusion and everything. But, um, you know, now he's over and I mean, initially I thought we were going to get a rematch right away. And I remember talking to Dana and he thought it was going to happen. And then next thing I know it, they offered me Gaslam and told me that Mustafi doesn't look like he's resigning. And then, you know, I have to move, I have to move forward, you know, and, uh, and I got a tough test in front of me with Gaslam. So I just got to, I'm just going to focus on now. Well, I know how training's going, so but I want the people at at home to know. <laughs> it's so weird when producer Chris the producer is like, "Oh yeah, we got Chris calling in." I go, "Well, then Phoenix is gonna have to ask a lot of shit because I know everything." <laughs> I know. Yeah, what are you gonna What are you gonna ask? <laughs> I mean, listen, I love what I'm seeing in sparring. I'm not saying anything, but I'm yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm I'm really excited for Saturday night, and I'm excited that it's. Like, listen, Chris, we both were Long Island guys. To me, if I was still fighting, I think Nassau Coliseum would be more exciting being a Long Island oh guy than even MSG. I think it would be that. That's how exciting it is for me. I mean, you're main eventing Nassau Coliseum. I mean, that's five miles from my, my high school. How, how, how exciting is that? I know you fought in Atlantic City. You fought at MSG, but 
I mean, what is it about fighting in 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 front of in Long Island in front of exactly. your people? Yeah, this is this is another level for a Long Island guy. Like just like you said, it's just this is our home. Madison Square Garden is historic. It's one of the most popular stadiums in the world, especially for fighting. But um, Nassau Coliseum for a Long Islander, there's nothing bigger than that. And it, like the main event, it is just a a dream come true. I, I mean, a dream I never even dreamt because I didn't even really see it, this type of stuff ever happening in my life. <laughs> so it's um it's a really cool. Thing, man, I just gotta go out there and freaking do my thing. I gotta go out there and perform, and uh, and then everything else. Uh, I mean, it'll be it's gonna be a moment of, that I'll never forget. What do you think of Kelvin? You know, what do you think of him? We've seen him with with a few people, and and but I feel like we haven't been able to really judge his true, his true potential yet. I think his fight with you, it's what's gonna set him up to the next thing if he's wait, able hold to on, hold on, hold a on, second. hold on, hold on, no, no, I've no, got Phoenix, to ask wait, unbiased. No, no, Phoenix, wait a second. The, the, you, I'm not going to interrupt you, but Chris, what are you, uh, doing DJ work? What the fuck are you, <laughs> what is going on here? Do you hear this? I'm, I don't know what. Where I'm are in, you? I'm, I'm in a parking lot. I Sounds like you had a fucking going. rave. I'm standing in the middle of a parking lot. It's crazy. They got speakers outside of things. <laughs> I just pictured him with like you glow sticks. You guys hear that? No, that's all we hear. Actually, is, yeah. is uh, you're oh, at some I'm kind sorry. of party. I, I have nowhere to go. That's why. Right. Let me walk around this. No, way. Yeah, go walk around somewhere <laughs> while we're talking. Right, and Phoenix, you can get back to your question. I want to know what hang he on. thinks so of him. Phoenix, you were saying, uh, what do I, what do I, what, what I, do I think? I, I, I think Gal- Kelvin? Yeah, because I, I feel that people are going to judge him by this performance against you, the most. Tim yeah. Kennedy was gone for a while. Johnny Hendricks having problems with weight cut. Belfour is kind of an older guy. This is a nice. fight that like he really has to prove himself now. I like that. I like the way you're looking at it, Phoenix. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased too. I mean, you guys are my homies, but yeah. I, I but I am I like Kelvin, but I I want to know what you know. Chris has been a good analyst. He's been on Fox. And he's smart. So I want to know what your opinion is. I think um, one of the big parts that make people successful in this sport is not just like the talent, you know. Uh, that people have, it's more like just not being afraid and going out there and uh, not being afraid to get hit and and, uh, and believing in yourself. And Kelvin, um, regardless of this fight, is definitely that kid. So I think he's going to have success um, in the sport and, and uh, regardless of what happens in this fight because he's definitely not afraid to get hit. He, he comes forward. Um, he's now been in there with some bigger guys and he tucks his chin and he lets it go. And that alone uh, will take you far. So I think he's going to be just fine. Now, now, I might be wrong with this, but is this the first time you're fighting on the same card as uh, your best buddy, Gian Vellante? First, first time since Ring of Combat. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that's a good thing, though. You guys had success on Ring yep. of Combat together. <laughs> We're, undefeated. We're undefeated together. <laughs> yes. And how does it feel with that's the right. whole crew, so we keep man? it that way. Like, even the other guys, even not even on our team, but they're, they're still our buddies. Like, guys like LaFleur and, yeah. and Dennis Benitez. Yeah. Doesn't it feel, I mean, does it feel like Long Island against the world here or what? Yes, it does, man. I feel this whole this whole card just, I think, brought everybody together. Like, all the Long Islanders. Like, you know, we were doing way more things together. We're doing, you know, running hills together. Yeah. I think everybody's kind of together for each other. Regardless if we, we train at some different gyms. Uh, Long Islanders, I think, just have each other's back and really rooting for each other. So, Hopefully we all go on the feet of that night and uh, have a big party afterwards. Take down, take down Long Island. Dude, I'm so excited, dude. Where are you going now? You're running hills? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Is that what? Hey, dude, I that love it. It sounds like you're actually being right in the car wash, like you're being washed. <laughs> I I walked away from the car wash. Now I'm in front of like some random like barber shop and a 
Thai cuisine, and oh, I don't know what the hell. I don't know where the hell I am. But I'm on Jericho Turnpike. Did Did you watch the Did you watch <laughs> <Matt> the <knows. laughs> I do. Did you watch the interim middleweight championship between Whitaker and Romero, and and what were your yes. thoughts on it? Yep. And what were your thoughts, Hobie? And what? What did you think about it? And what's my thoughts? Yeah. Um, I thought. Um, I thought it was a, it was a really good fight. I think both of them went out there and, and, and worked hard. Um, Whitaker, I mean, I think it really came down to that fifth round. And uh, it looked like y'all looked like he was on a roll there in that fifth round. He started walking forward and really started throwing the punches really for the first time in the fight. Uh, and then uh, he kind of slipped. And then once he slipped and he was stuck on his back and he was in guard, he was too tired to get off his back and make a difference. And Whitaker stayed strong and stayed on top and finished with the ground and pound. And um, it was uh, it was it was a really good fight. It's so funny. Phoenix brought up a car wash. What about they got to stop handing him a bottle of water? The bottle somebody's gonna have to put that water in his mouth or something because they hand him that bottle and they, and they got it's like a car wash. They all got towels and they know he's gonna pour it all over his head. So they the second he oh, gets yeah. it. Pause it. He must go through like three. How many bo- a bottle around over his head? They're all wiping it down. It's hysterical. I, and, and I think the coaches are almost embarrassed at this point. They're like, they, they might be pleading with him not to do it. And he just doesn't. He just needs to drench himself. Both guys. Every single time. I think they both had. Ta- it's like four towels in there. They're all just wiping them down when he's pouring it over his head. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It was, ad- it was an enter- entertaining fight, though. I thought it was definitely an entertaining fight. Chris, have you done the Fox yeah. Analyst thing anytime uh, recently? Are you planning on doing it anytime soon? Um, I haven't done it recently, but um, I do plan on doing it again. I do. I, I want to start getting back out there doing that type of stuff. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's uncomfortable the first time you do it. And oh, the yeah. Second time it gets a little bit better, and the third time you kind of start liking it, uh, and then you start, you know. It's like Matt with comedy. He he did his first show. He hated it, but now he's gonna start doing a second, and third, and he's gonna end up becoming uh, a stand-up comic. Yeah, so, same stuff with that. I think you got it's me, uncomfortable though. It sucks. You got me confused with a, a certain Dean Thomas, <laughs> who's somewhere who's somewhere right now on stage getting booed as we speak. <laughs> well, I, I bring it up because Chris, you are so entertaining. Like when you were explaining the the cyborg uh, versus Angela, um, like altercation that happened it was really really funny so when, uh, <laughs> when you look back at that it wasn't funny it wasn't funny being there when cyborg point at you oh, that was a little scary don't put your hands but, on uh, me i, I appreciate that. that though oh man i would have loved to have seen that i think that's that is actually pretty funny i could picture uh, you, i could picture Matt, your face you too the video that dana had right yeah yeah dana showed me the video i thought it was it hysterical was just, it was man. pretty funny she blind. looked right at you. I'm Don't you put your hands The good thing is, I started telling that story not thinking there was any cameras. Thank God I told the story right, because if, that's, if that video camera came back out, I started acting like I was uh, Mr. Tough Guy during the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't look good on my end. I, I, I admitted right away that I backed down. Listen, you, so. were, you, listen, you were in a tough spot. That's a no-lose situation. No-win situation, I should say. You know? Exactly. Definitely. <laughs> I agree. Right. I have to ask you one more question because, you know, Matt knows yes. you extremely well, you know, and I know you a little bit. So what can fans expect to see with your fight against Kelvin Gaston? What, what can we expect to see that night? Uh, relaxed, confident, uh, pressure fighter that put every word and gets a finish. Um, you know, I'm expect I'm I'm prepared for a war, but I, I really have a hard time imagining uh you know, not being able to get finished in this. 
Beautiful. What That's a way great. to end this interview. That was great. Listen, I'm going to hit you up later. I want to know what's going on during this week, and uh, we're going to yes, get definitely. all our ducks in a row. And I'm, I'm super psyched. I know you had that evil genius, John Danaher, over the other night, and uh, <laughs> you guys were going yeah, over some stuff. It's yep. great, man. We got everything together. Yep. I am I am beyond sure. psyched. I can't even think about it because I get excited. Chris, the producer's it's shaking true. like a crackhead. We're really excited about this weekend, buddy. <laughs> Saturday night. I the, appreciate that. Give the proper yeah, plug, we'll Chris, the producer. Matt. Uh, yeah, this coming Saturday, July 22nd, the main event is at 8 p.m. Eastern on Big Fox. Big Big Fox! Big Fox. Chris Weidman. Big Fox. All right, buddy. I'm going to hit you up later on. Thanks for, thanks for talking to us, buddy. Bye, Chris. Chris? He just hung up. We like, like, All right. Just could you do me a favor and wait? He's back. All right, he's gone. Listen, <laughs> uh, as we're me and Phoenix are talking, just give him a text yeah, and yeah. say that uh, we didn't hang up on him. <laughs> Listen, uh, that he's such a good guy. I, I really uh, am looking forward to this weekend. But really quick, only because um, you know, listen, this is a, we're almost done. Yeah, and we didn't get to talk about the fights. Let's talk about a few of them over the weekend. Okay, and then you know, on uh, the next podcast, we'll talk more about the fights this coming weekend which i'm really excited about man strong island in the hizzy what how, how is that how's the temperature in the gym with everybody training at the same time well i mean listen beyond I mean, volante oh it's weidman aljo yeah, we got a wrecking crew Aljo's really fighting fight a week later yeah but he, you guys is, still yeah, in oh, the no, like, Aljo's, training camp with everybody Aljo's looking badass man he's got he's got barrow he's psyched yeah aljo's suck aljo's psyched and aljo's doing things now that i've never seen him doing before and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I can't wait for you to see it. That guy. <laughs> well, we know that, we're out. The they, they have to fight at 140, though, yeah. because of the California State Athletic Commission saying that they don't trust we're out to, you know, to fight at featherweight or, you know, set to make bantamweight. So they have the, they have it at 140. It's fine. I don't care what weight it is. I believe in Aljo. <laughs> no, it's good to hear. No, it's funny because you see he snapped right into uh, I'm like, training, listen, coaching. Aljo's, I love that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Aljo's, Aljo is ready. But... um. Really quick, though, because I want to talk about a couple of these fights uh, that happened um, over the weekend. Paul Felder versus Stevie Ray. Did you see that? Now, Stevie Ray, he's coming fresh off his win, a big, biggest win of his career over uh, Joe Lazone. Am I correct with that? Or am I way off with that? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I was texting Chris. That's okay, motherfucker. You're only the producer what of the show. What were you asking? I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> I was asking you if Paul uh, Paul Felder versus Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray is just coming off of his victory over Joe Lazone. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. And that was an impressive, impressive fight. So that makes this. And this got performance of the night by Paul Felder. Um, and our condolences. He lost his old man, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he, yeah, he did. He died yeah. of uh, pan can pancreatic cancer. God damn cancer. Got my mother too. Fucking cancer. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, but let me tell you, this Paul Felder was a man on a mission and that, I mean, that was a that was that was a short fight, but that was brutal. It was. There was some great clinch and, work against the cage. And this is you know, a tough down kid. Down by that, a knee. This Stevie sure. Ray is no lemon. No. He just passed a big test when he beat Joe Lazone, and that's the game. That's, that's the game we play, man. You 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 get to a, a new a new level, man. You you reach a new new heights. You 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 beat a a, name, a known guy. And then all of a sudden, Paul Felder comes out like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was great, though. Yeah, with cl just clean 
sharp strike. You know, like his strike it was, was the, just so precise. Now, I just want to make sure that these fights aren't blending into each other because when I watch so many fights, sometimes that happens. Yeah, me too. I'm not thinking of the Danny Henry. Was it the knee? Was it a knee or was it a... a it, it was a or knee. Or am I thinking of the Danny Henry... No, he he downed him with fight. a knee. Yeah, no, it was a knee. It was a knee. That did, yes, yeah. that's what it was. And then he just landed very strong elbows oh man so yeah, i mean hey, listen elbows. stevie ray i believe will be back yeah and uh i enjoy watching him fight but this paul felder i just what's his record right now paul felder uh, you look that up because this yeah, guy needs it. to be talked about he, he is just, he's 14 and 3 now that was performance of the night wasn't it yeah, yeah he got a performance yeah. of the night for that. Yep. and that's uh definitely um deserves it uh co-main event Phoenix, yeah, I want to me. talk about this. Talk to me. All right. Um, I mean, I know people are going to tweet at me after I say this, but everybody was saying, oh, that was a tough one to score. And I was like, no, it wasn't. All right, listen, it, wasn't, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. How, like, okay, hold on. How was it a tough one to, to score? Cynthia got her down in the first, went for a rear naked choke submission, then reversed it into an arm bar, almost had the arm bar saved by the bell. Second round, okay, Cynthia was a little bit worried about JoJo's kicks. You could see her, like, imaginarily uh, checking or or parrying kicks. You could see that. But she was doing some great job with some body punches. She put together boxing combinations. JoJo did, like, a, uh, a spinning back fist, but it hit her in the back of the head, right? And then w- the third round, she goes for a rear naked choke, and she's saved by the bell again. So Cynthia definitely scored two da- takedowns in the fight. She was hitting her with the cleaner strikes. So I don't, I don't, just because JoJo was pushing the action forward, that means that she should win. You could, you could fight while backpedaling. This is my take on it. I feel that Cynthia, it's a just decision. I think that Cynthia beat JoJo and she, Absolutely. And, and how she beat her. Now this, this is, this is my take on it. Uh, the second round, let's say you, let's say you do score that for JoJo. Let's okay. say it's, it's around the piece. The rounds. I feel that Cynthia won the first round and the third round. Now, look. Decisively could, first Well, and third, you could yeah. say, all right, but it's only, they could judge that on, well, there was four minutes and 30 seconds of them standing, and that could be, you could look at that, like, who got the better of that? You can't base a thing on 30 seconds. I look at it like this. It's one thing if she got a takedown with 30 seconds left and did nothing with it, just got a yeah. takedown and held no, she her. She was constantly when fighting. When she, that 30 seconds was... Every time she got her down on the floor, she was ferocious. She was not only looking for a submission; she was looking just to, she was looking just to finish that fight. Yeah, and she got close to doing it both times: right. the first round and the third round. More happened in that total of maybe a minute in those between those both rounds than the whole fight. And that's she came close to finishing it both times, both times. and that was very impressive. She wasn't rushing at all to get that takedown. No, I one hundred percent agree. I like she, JoJo, and, and she did definitely enough. I mean, she almost finished it both times. Yeah. Once with the arm lock, once with the rear naked. How could you not? And, and JoJo, to her credit, was doing the best she can. But, the, you know, when there's different levels on the floor, it's hard to play catch up when this girl was just on her like a, like a, like a maniac. Definitely. And I thought she was I thought she was uh, relentless on the floor for that 30 seconds. And, and I got to see the exact time, but I'm pretty sure there was, it was both around 30 seconds at the end yeah, of each round. Yep. And... She definitely did enough. I mean, and uh, that was a very just decision. Well, and, but I, and, and relentless on the floor, that's becoming a trademark now. Since every fight, oh. she, if she comes anywhere near your back, you better be worried because she's yeah. probably going to stop. And, and, and when she loses, she gets back on top. She's relentless, yeah. and she and I love her flow from from submission to submission. She's just I I can't say enough about this Cynthia uh, Cavill. I like her say too. That, say last name for me. Calvillo. 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 Yeah. Calvillo. Yeah. Calvillo. 
There you go. Cavio. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, really, that was the co. All right. So we talked about a couple of those. That's the co-main. Talk to me about this main event. Oh, well, I think that... Santiago! I think Santiago was a little bit worried about Gunnar Nelson taking him to the ground, so he forgot that Gunnar Nelson could hit him. So Gunnar Nelson was hitting him, and uh, he landed a, such a hard jab that you could see you know, Santiago's head snap back, and you could hear it. Yeah. But then it kind of like woke Santiago up, and he starts striking back in return, and he and Gunnar Nelson's hands are super low. Yeah, but super, he has... Super, super low. But they're always... It was off of an exchange. Yeah. Gunnar was... Gunnar looked i'm a big gunner nelson fan I enjoy, I enjoy watching him fight i don't know if the little unknown fact i don't believe you know this but his father is a fan of this show yeah he didn't he oh uh, he is yeah i remember him like tweeting you or writing mr. You, nelson like, something like that we like him i call him mr i'm respectful um let me tell you santiago Panzi- pronounce his last name for me because i just wanted to hear it once ponzanibio 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 i love saying that <laughs> he's a powerful mofo oh yeah um I, when, it, when it started, I'm like, this is the best Gunnar Nelson I've oh, seen Because so his far. striking was sharp. He would, it's almost like he's coiled up and then he bounces in, bop, yeah. and he gives a nice, yep. and he was striking nice. I'm like, it's going to be one of these or just going to be a change in level. And then we're going to start seeing some beautiful jujitsu. Right. He never got it to that point because of the power that uh, Santiago. Ponzanibio. I knew that. <laughs> I just want to do it. As he a was team. savoring it. Yeah. That you know, Santiago. He's at some power. What What is his record right now? He's twenty five and three. Who, who oh, wow. What's his record in the UFC? Um, let me see. And who did he lose to in the UFC? Because you know, he's uh, he's. I feel like these guys just come up out of nowhere. I mean, I'm watching so many fights. I'm like. Oh, I've seen him fight. Next thing you know, it's like look at this world beater right he's here. He's seven and two in the UFC. He's lost to Ryan Laflair. Who, okay. Okay. Ryan yeah. Lafleur is a Ryan Lafleur is a very underrated guy. I'm not yeah. just saying that because he's he's a a buddy of mine from from uh, Long Island. He's fighting this weekend, by the way. Ryan yeah. Lafleur. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to versus that. Versus the uh, the Bra- the Brazilian cowboy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cowboy go ahead. Go, and else? then he has a loss to Lorenz Larkin. Who and, and then who else? Tough guy. Th- th- and, and earlier, I mean, it's a guy that he lost to in like 2011, not, okay. not in the UFC. So all right. Well, this. But he's won five in a row now. So I mean, he's very. That was very impressive, and. Uh, you know, I mean, to take out, I mean, Gunner, I, I feel like Gunner never got a chance to get to get going. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, listen, you got to give credit where credit is due. He caught him. If he was going to win, that's how he was going to win. You know what I mean? By uh, by blasting him. Gunner <laughs> did say that he had he got poked in the eye and then that affected the exchange. I don't know about that. Are you I, sure I, about that? Yeah. I, I, I read it, something about him that was very classy saying... Then you know he's going to learn from it and move forward and whatnot. I didn't hear nothing about a poking. Yeah, no, I mean he wasn't saying it like anything. He basically he kind of faulted himself because he did. He got poked very early in the fight, but then he landed, and so he's like, maybe I should have said something regardless. You know, whatever. He wasn't. Always going to be a a woulda, shoulda, coulda. But let me tell you, no, he's a classy guy. Yeah, no, he wasn't taking anything away from. I, I I enjoyed it and. Not to hop all around, but I know we're we're a little short on time. I really got to bring up uh, Danny Henry versus uh, Daniel Tamor. Yeah, because I enjoyed that fight. Did you see that fight, Phoenix? It's okay if you didn't. I did not. Well, I'm going to tell you about it. Tell me, <laughs> fight of the friend. night. It is fight of the night, and Daniel Tamor came out in that first round, and he was landing, and he was accurate, and I'm thinking, all right, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time before. Uh, there's only so many of these punches that this Danny Henry kid could uh, take, you know. Wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. You know, don't don't underestimate that guy with the two first names. This Danny Henry, 
is a dangerous mofo. <laughs> and uh, he came back, and and that second round, what did now? I gotta remember what he landed. What did he land? He didn't land the knee. Did he land the knee? Or was it a punch that changed things around? He, so there's the tide turned in that second round. Yeah, I think round. he landed just a short jab that, have, that maybe yes. caught him, and then maybe okay. there was a knee after that. But yeah, and then you saw just the momentum shift, and you, I love fights like that. So do I. Where I'm thinking this is going a certain way, and next thing you know, it, it, it this other guy just took over. He took over. And got in that driver's seat in that second round and then never let him recover. And he was on him. And uh, I want to see this kid fight again, this Danny Henry kid. What's his record in the UFC? Um, Where did this guy come from? Where are, Who are these people, Phoenix? <laughs> I love these cards, though. Because I know. Because it's when you get to see the future of what's yeah. going to happen and who's rising. And, you know, I don't like when fans complain, like, there's no names on this card. Mm. Well, there, there were no, the guys that are names were eventually at once were not names, if that is a sentence that makes sense, which yeah. I don't think it does. Basically, I'm saying you got to watch the rising stars. You should watch fights to see who's going to be a star, not wait for them to be a star, because then you're just bandwagon fans. Yeah. You want to be fans of the sport, not just necessarily just fans of the names. You got to so watch saying, the fights. You're saying be like a finger pointing to the moon. And yes, oh. you don't want to miss all the heavenly glory. Thank you, Bruce Lee. <laughs> uh, Danny Henry's 11 and 2 overall. That was his UFC debut. That was a, what a debut, yeah. Danny Henry. Congrats. And Daniel Tamor's as well. So. Uh, well, listen, both Not those a bad guys, debut, both huh? those guys got a future and uh, I know one guy that's going to be watching. Look, this guy right here me listen before we're gonna be getting out of here and uh i think we covered enough if there's any other fights we'll talk about it more with them okay next time because that i mean i enjoyed the hell out of this card i really did and especially those the, the last three uh on the on the main card was were were, were great yeah they were Freaking very great. entertaining <laughs> you know but uh on a personal note this weekend uh last weekend i should say uh, man, the whole day, the whole Saturday, I, I had to go to. Um, I went to the New York Open here in Manhattan mm-hmm. at the City College because it was a it was a, a jujitsu tournament called the New York Open. So I went there and I had some of my guys compete. And then from there, me and my uh, right hand man um, Dan, the pool guy, that's his nickname. So you know, pool guy. Uh, I used to work on pools before he became one of my black belts, and he works for me now full time. But anyway, we took a ride out to see one of my fighters. And it, listen, I just want to give this really quick little story. This kid. Manny Manny Flores, he's five and zero as an amateur as of Saturday night. He had to fight for a title at the um, Frankie Perez's show. Frankie Perez is fighting, by the way, too on the on the uh, juniors fighting on the uh, the Nassau Coliseum card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, versus uh, Chris Wade. For New York, That's right. a great fight. Very. Good That's fight. a great fight. Um, but anyway, his father does promotions. Uh, does a is, is a promoter, and he does dead serious ring of combat. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a joint promotion. So my guy, now this guy, when he first came to me how many years ago, he's one of my brown belts, Manny Flores. When he first came to me, 200 and something pounds, 60 pounds or something like that, uh, and smoking Newports. You know, I asked him, now, now the guy looks like, I call him the African samurai because that's what he looks like. <laughs> he has his hair up in the bun. He, and he looks like a fucking superhero. He, a total transformation where I'm like, hey, dude, let me, give me a picture when you used to be a fat guy. He said he never had it because he never wanted to take pictures. He was Aww. like ashamed. This guy, great guy. Uh, I love this guy. Family man, good dude. He transformed. He's like a superhero. Now he looks the part. He's looking great. He's training hard. And now he wanted to try the fighting. He's 5-0. and oh, And he just, you know, and he That's just amazing. went over the weekend with a dramatic fight where it was a round apiece. He got dropped in the last round and he finished with a triangle choke versus a black belt. 
it's just I just want to give a special shout out to him because he made me really proud and he's just a great guy and it shows you what hard work could do. The guy came in, fat guy smoking Newports. Now the guy looks like a superhero and uh, it's very motivating. You're a really good coach, Matt. Well, that's not the point. <laughs> no, no, I, but I want to give you, I want to say it. I, I actually so want to say it. I really so think you are amazing. Mandy. I've seen you with your students. I've seen you in the corners. I've worked with you once or twice. Like you're exceptionally good. You're a great co-host. <laughs> you make, me, you, you make you. me feel good. Phoenix, what do you want to promote before we get out of here? Um, Everything Martial Arts is my YouTube page. In Fighting Shape is my podcast. I'm on Twitter as Microphone Fiend, like the old rock hand, Microphone yeah. Fiend, but Microphone Fiend Nix. It's just the IX is missing, Microphone Fiend. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff. And you can follow me for all martial arts related content and pop culture stuff too. <laughs> what? Pop culture I, stuff, you know. I love the pop and culture. And, and like speaking of that, listen, we, we both we both agree zero uh, pee breaks during. Um, Wonder Woman. We liked it a lot. We're going to have to have you back again. We'll have you back again regardless. You're, you're, you're a, a very good friend of the show now. Thank you. And uh, are we going to talk about Spider-Man next time? Yes. Because we can't do it now because that's not going to... We can't show you... Look at an hour and a half. We're going. More people need to see Spider-Man too so that we don't do too many spoilers yeah. and then by then we can talk about Game of Thrones yeah, pe- also. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh see this? Now, now we're not going to leave. No, I no. got to go. I got to right. go do my show I got to go too. And uh, <laughs> listen, people... But just to give a little spoiler, go see that Spider-Man, though. That was Spider-Man Homecoming was great. Loved it. <laughs> it Loved it. Tweets. All right, Phoenix, we are out of here, people. Bye, everybody. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.